0: there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is, to live more simply. I have another special guest for you this week. Yes, I am very excited about my guest today because I know that you're going to be very encouraged by our conversation. Before I introduce her to you, I just want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning Christian homeschool publishing company. They have curriculum for K through 12. We have loved their curriculum in our homeschool. For the past 16 years, we have used it in some way, shape, or form. We especially love their elementary science courses, their health and nutrition we have used for high school. You are going to be so blessed by all that they have to offer. There's also some free resources over there on their website. So visit Apologia.com and check it out. So today's guest is Rosenda Valenzuela. She is from the Little Pink Casa YouTube channel. She also has a website at littlepinkcasa.com. We sat down and had a conversation, and I just know you guys are going to be blessed by this. I started listening to Rosenda back in the pandemic on her YouTube channel, and I've been so blessed ever since then. We're going to talk about homemaking and really keeping God at the center of our homemaking, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a work at-home mom or you're a single lady. Homemaking is really for everyone. We're going to talk about um, you know, this whole mindset when we're homemaking. We are not over here trying to keep up with Instagram, but we are trying to create a home that fosters the love and the joy and the peace of the Lord. Rosenda lives out in Arizona with her teenage daughter and her husband. She has such a sweet and gentle and peaceful spirit about her, and I am so excited to introduce her to you. So, Grab a cup of coffee and listen in as we sit down and talk about all things homemaking. All right, well, we have a guest today on the podcast, and I'm super excited about this guest because I uh, have been following um, her on her YouTube channel for a couple of years now since the pandemic. I'll tell you guys that story in a minute. But I want to uh, let you guys know that we're going to talk today about our homes and home making and simplifying and how we can see God in that and how we can serve our families and really minister at home right there to our families. So our guest today is Rosenda Valenzuela, and she is from uh, the Little Pink Casa. Rosenda, can you say hi to the audience?
1: Hello. How are you?
0: (laughs) So Rosenda is here and we are so excited because we were just talking a little bit before the podcast uh, recording and we are both like literally on the same page. And Rosenda has really doesn't realize but she has encouraged me from afar with her YouTube channel. And so let me just share a little bit about that with you all out there. I wanted to invite Rosenda here because every time I watch her videos, I'm like, you know what? My audience needs to hear this because she has, first of all, when I watch her videos, I feel such a peace. I want you to know that, Rosenda.
1: Oh, thank so- you so much. <laughs> okay. That's such a blessing to me.
0: because You have just a way of, you know, it's very natural and peaceful and calming on your YouTube channel. And I just mm-hmm. enjoy watching. So let me tell you guys out there a little story. Back in 2020, when everybody was originally like locked down, those first, I don't know what it was, several weeks that turned into months, at least around here. <laughs> and mm-hmm go anywhere everything was canceled I had never really watched YouTube very much you know I'm obviously YouTube videos I stumbled across but I never really followed anyone on there or watched like regularly and so and yeah. uh I guess you know blogging friends with Rosenda or we you know follow yes. social media since way back in the blogging early days yes. um, of like I don't know 2012 or something and so um I had, I guess you had been sharing maybe links to your YouTube channel. So I clicked on one and I was hooked. I was like, I'm, I really, really enjoyed it. So what I noticed then, and this was during that time, was Rosenda shares a lot about homeschool. I'm not homeschooling, sorry, homemaking. And, you know, the ministry in her home is really what I saw, you know, how she keeps her home. Or I love even when she shares about fashion and how she yeah. <laughs> dresses and all that. But it was so different from the usual stuff out there, like the Instagram ideal or Pinterest perfect and how your home should look a certain way. It to me really showed the uh, care of serving your family and your ministry at home. And so Rosenda has her YouTube channel is The Little Pink Casa. Rosenda, can you tell us a little bit about your channel, about your ministry, about yourself,
1: Yes. Well, thank you, Karen, for having me. It's such an honor. It really truly is. I've been wanting to talk to you all these years (laughs) because I've been following you and I just love everything you do. I've been following you since, you know, your children were little and uh, our children around the same age now, you know, they're teenagers and, and, and now you have a a new married daughter. So I even cried when I saw your daughter get married. (laughs) just it's so it's so neat that we can um, you know be a part of each other's lives from afar yes it is even though I'm way in Arizona over here Uh (laughs) on the west coast but yes I um, you know I really am uh, just blessed to be able to be here today and to be able to speak to the women the little pink casa is a beautiful idea that the Lord actually um, gave to me and it comes from uh my grandma's house so in I fact it. it was uh it's kind of um it's i i feel like it's a testimony but it it was during the time when she was going to pass and go on to be with the lord And I was just kept thinking about um, we were in the hospice and we were all gathered together around her, the grandchildren, everyone. And I just remember just thinking how much she poured into my life. And we were always close. She lived a block away and I always walked to her house and we, you know, we were we took her to groceries. My mom and I, we just did so much with her. I grew up with her and her house was a 1940s pink little you know, real tiny, just mm-hmm. made with this, you know, like a serious siding house, right, it was just right. old fashioned and, and nothing to it, you know, nothing of grand nature or anything, but just, it always felt like I was walking into this cute little dollhouse. And, Aww. um, I just, I remember thinking that night when we were all gathered around her, like what kind of legacy she was leaving. And, It's like I felt the Lord say, little pink house. And I was like, what is that? You know? (laughs) wow. And I always wanted to write. And I still do. That's Mm -hmm. one of my projects that I have for the future still. But I wanted to um, do something with that. And at the time, I had a friend. I had a blog with Blogger. And I didn't know what that was. I searched on the internet that night. And I typed it in. And I said, I'm just going to start this blog. And I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm going to call it. Yeah. (laughs)
0: i don't Um, know what this is but hey we'll try it
1: exactly and i decided to call it um i was thinking little pink house but then i thought well we're hispanic and Mm -hmm. we have this spanish thing you know in our in our family and since it's like heritage and my grandma i'm gonna kind of do half english half spanish and i kind of grew up uh well i grew up kind of like that i didn't learn in eng- or i learned english i was uh, english was my first language but i never grew up learning uh how to speak spanish mm-hmm. i heard it my parents spoke it to us but you know we didn't answer back we answered back in english mm-hmm. so um yeah that's where that came so it's kind of like a spanglish thing but that's where little pink casa comes from it's from her home and it's all the uh old-fashioned the just the beautiful um bygone era the days Mm -hmm. of simplicity of beauty and all of those things my grandma was born in 1919 so she didn't make it to 100 but she did make it to 94 and wow um that was my honor like my little tribute to her of of beginning that blog i wanted it to be able to inspire women in homemaking at the time i didn't know what the word was but Mm. um i just knew i wanted to share you know, recipes or things that, uh, had to do with home decor or, you know, I didn't really know what I was going to do, but the first blog post I did write, it was a tribute to her and why I started it. And, um, that's where it all tick off and it's evolved since then, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just been such a journey of, uh, where it's gone and where it's come.
0: That's such a beautiful story. I absolutely love hearing the the story behind the little pink casa because oh thank you so much like I look at my grandparents you know who are not here anymore either and I grew up very close with my grandmother and they had so little and they were so happy and both sets of my grandparents like my mom's set her parents were immigrants They worked hard. They were so content with their little home and their garden and the truly the simple life. Yes. And then my father's parents who lived right with us, they lived upstairs from us. I was very close with my grandmother. They had, you know, as far as material things, you know, hardly anything like compared to today. And yet they have passed down that legacy, you know, and I love hearing that, that you're giving this as like a tribute to your grandma. And isn't that amazing that her legacy like lives on in this way, right? Yes. yeah. there with so many people. I think as focused as our culture is on homes and all of that, it's for the wrong reasons. You know, it's like- Right,
1: no, I agree. So
0: focused on, you know, how the home looks. And I just did a, a podcast recently, um, you know, everything that is- you, in style right now because everybody'll change their home to be in style. But in five years, it's not in style anymore.
1: Exactly. But then I know. I, more yeah. ten more
0: years it'll come back, you know, like and enjoy it. You know, it's like everybody's always trying to keep up, but trends are always changing. But yet at the heart, the homemaking, the um the core of the values and of the love that is in homemaking, that doesn't change, right? And
1: No, it doesn't. And that- I think also, you know, as women, we that, you know, we've been, I know you and me, we're we're around the same age, and we grew up in that yeah, um, Gen X, you know, generation where we were taught we had to go to college, get, you know, do everything in a certain order, and uh, build build a career, and then you get married, and then you, you know, have kids, and it was, it's just completely, um, a complete opposite of, uh, you know, they tell us that ministry is, uh, or that homemaking isn't, um, something that is uh, honored right. or look—it's looked down upon that it is not—it is meaningless. The world thinks of it as that way. Right. If you're staying at home, any whether whether you're working, mom, it doesn't matter. You're still a homemaker. St- whether you work outside the home, in the home, you know, you just stay at home, mom, whatever. And it truly is a beautiful calling mm-hmm. to be a mother and a wife, and to. Be able to have the honor to lead the the home, be the manager of the home in that sense. Yes. Yeah. So I I, I agree. I love that podcast. By the way, Uh, Um I totally agree because I'm always thinking about my cabinets. You know, we rent this house because we we've we've been in the ministry. You know, for all these years, and it's just like it's hard when you live in some other place, but you're like, oh, I wish I really had white cabinets, but
0: (laughs) yeah. well, you know what? These will come back in style someday.
1: Exactly. I know.
0: (laughs) know, (laughs) It's fine, right?
1: That's Um, why I do not paint my beautiful cherry wood furniture. I will not. I just love it too much. I said, that's going to be back back in style one day.
0: (laughs) I mean, really, right? Who decides what's in style and what's not? Well, one of the things that really struck me when I first started watching your videos, like I said, back in that kind of pandemic time, was I felt like I had been, you know, I'm the simply living for him lady. And I'm always talking about keeping all things simple and simplify and don't get caught up in Instagram. Perfect. And, you know, everything today is about your aesthetic and all this stuff. And yes. so for me, I kind of realized when I was watching your videos that I was almost taking it to the extreme. It's not that like our house is, you know, messy and I don't do anything, but I wasn't taking um, homemaking as seriously, I mean, just like you, I, all I ever wanted to do was be a mom, a stay at home. mom. And when we got married, we were young, right out of college, you know, had kids right away. And I was, you know, so thrilled to be a homemaker and a mom. And I really felt like that's the most important job in the world, you know, raising the next generation. Yes, definitely. And so I feel like along the way though, I was losing some of that, um, That idea about homemaking, you know, maybe it was because I was getting so wrapped up in homeschooling and you know those things. But I, I feel like I got a little bit away from that early, you know, twenties mindset I had of I'm going to be a homemaker, and I was excited about that. When we first got married, I was excited to try out the new recipes and you know make the home nice. However, I feel like when I started, you know, with more kids and life was getting crazy and life was Mm -hmm. getting. It was becoming more of, you know, what the world will tell you these days. It's a chore. You have to do the laundry. Well, let me find the quickest, you know, best system to get it done. You have to do the, you know, cooking. Well, let's just do the quickest system to get it all done. Right. And all of the chores just became like something I had to do. And I was always just, you know, like trying not to be, you know, too, um, I don't want to make things complicated. So I'm not going to be too crazy with the house decor. And it became more like just, you know, sitting down to eat dinner and, you know, one, two, three, get that done. Get it
1: done. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Realizing when I watched your videos, your peaceful, calming videos, like know, it's okay to set the table, like with a nice setting and not because, see, this is the thing, not because I'm trying to impress anybody because quite frankly, my family doesn't care, but you know what I mean? You're not right. To yes. Anybody. I wasn't trying to impress people. Frankly, at that time, nobody was coming over because the whole world was on lockdown. But I started to just like think to myself. I'm going to make the table nice tonight. I'm going to, you know, make the nice recipes. I'm going to make the home, you know, look nice and do these things because I want to serve my family and show them love. Not because I was trying to achieve Pinterest perfect, not because, you know, which is a lot of what is out there in social media. And I feel yes. like with your your YouTube, it is, it is I don't know. You have this wonderful balance because it's not like, oh, I, look at my home; it's so beautiful and you know it's trendy and all that. You really see the heart of homemaking in your video. Wow!
1: Thank but you people, so much. You're welcome. Even though, you know, I try my hardest. Like I said, with renting a home, it's it's not the greatest of the homes you can imagine, but, but it's not a bad, right and, and yes. It's, And that's what, you know, you know, the enemy tries to come and tell us, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that because you don't have this or that. And it's not what the world says. But God kept telling me, no, I want others to see that even though it may not be what other people are thinking, that some, you know, home is grand or you have all the latest, you know, you know, greatest refrigerator or whatever, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, all that kind of stuff that it is just about your heart. And that's, that's exactly um, what I'm trying to, you know, get across to, to encourage ladies is that it goes back to how we feel in our home. We have the peace of God. We have the love of God in our home. We have, uh, you know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. We weren't Christian um, we weren't a cr- Christian family so uh, I know what that's like to not have the peace of God growing up right. and when I wanted to uh, have my family when my husband is the one that led me to the Lord we, he witnessed to me and when we met we were dating and I realized that when we were going to get married and have children I was so thankful because I get to have this home uh, with Christ with Jesus yes. and and that's such a big difference, having the peace of the Lord in your home. But I found that I was doing the same thing like you and the early, you know, during mm-hmm. when I was blogging those days and at my my 30s. And as I was homeschooling my daughter too, I was so busy and and trying to get here. And we only had one car. So I had to drive my husband back and forth to work, you know, and juggle all this and and yeah, I got in like a rut where you just want to get things done, move on, clean the house, do this. But I started to forget. I was like, wait a minute. This is exactly what I fell in love with with about my grandma and her era yeah. and what she taught me is that the simplicity of the bygone era. In fact, it really wasn't simple because they had to do a lot more work okay. than we do. I, I, I- <laughs> To glorify the simple days right yes exactly i know and it's all because the little house in the prairie for me, no. <laughs> me <too. laughs> i love those books and i love that series um but yeah it's like that romanticized view and that's so big right now i keep hearing everyone talking about romanticize your life and it's like what is that right right it's like okay people want to have um more joy right now people it's a crazy world right now we're in right and so they're looking for that peace that joy but only having jesus in the center of the home and having him like being his presence in the home is where we truly can receive that and i think that's what the Lord reminded me when I started to. Uh, I rebranded my channel in 2018. I was doing a lot more with my family and my daughter, and showing us all like like daily vlog stuff. But it was like the Lord just wanted me to just focus on this homemaking mm. and to just show that even in the little home you have, and in the in the little bit that you have, that you can make uh, much from something from from something that you don't have much of, if that makes sense, right?
0: No, it does. It's it's exactly like what you were saying, like your grandma. And like I said about my grandparents, I don't remember, oh, that their house was so grand and they followed all the trends. We remember how they loved us and we remember that we felt special and we remember what we felt there. Yes, And, you know, looking at my kids and my family. And like I said, when I got into that little bit of a time where I felt like I wasn't serving properly you know I don't want them to feel like I have to do these things for them because well this is my job I have to do these things like you want to show them that you're serving them out of love and you know there's that whole that mindset that you're you're ministering to your family you're serving And, you know, it's not about this, you know, showpiece of a home and all that, because that's really for outsiders or for, to puff our own selves up. Right. But right. It's, it's really about, you know, serving and, uh, our grandparents, like you said, it wasn't simple back then, but they didn't have, you know, our grandmothers didn't have Pinterest and Instagram and all that. Exactly.
1: They didn't mm-hmm. have
0: this stuff that we have. And it's, for us, you would think we have all these things showing us, you know, how to keep our home and how to do that, that we would be content because it's so easy. And most of us are so discontent. We're still trying to achieve this, like, you know, I don't know, home, homemaking nirvana or something, but we're still trying to achieve all this stuff. And we're still discontent when you just scale it back, keep it simple and focus on what really matters. Yes. At the same time, like you were doing was you know, just making it beautiful, not, like I said, you have a really good balance there. It's not for the sake of, you know, showing off your home or Instagram perfect or anything like that, but it's making things beautiful because you want your kids to feel or your family to feel, you know, that they're important and that they're they're worth serving and that, Mm -hmm. you know, that you want to make things a little bit nicer. And quite honestly, even during that time, I remember because you you do a lot of homemaking, and then you also sometimes show like you know your clothes and your makeup and things like that. And even with that, it got it, it again. You do a very great balance of you're not over there like you know uh, just doing fashion for the sake of fashion. Right, right. I thought was yes. important to look decent for my family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. Get in the rut. Thank you. You're welcome. Because I could get in the rut back then of, you know, well, I have to homeschool and we have to be, you know, up and going and I have these kids to do this and that. And, you know, I'll just, you know, not put on my makeup today, not do my hair or whatever. And then I would say to myself, you know, what is that telling my kids that they're not special enough for me to get ready? But when we go out, then mommy will get all dolled dolled up, you know?
1: Yes, right.
0: There's this like fine balance of it's not a prideful thing, but there's something about putting yourself together every day you know, uh, looking decent and it, it changes the way I felt like I served my family because my, um, husband's grandmother, who I became very close with over the years, she just passed away this year and she was 99.
1: Oh, and wow.
0: Wow. Married 75 years. Her husband. Oh my goodness. That's he was wonderful. Hundred, yeah. So they were a beautiful couple, I mean, everything we're talking about with like our grandparents and influencing us and legacy, like she was that, and she was an amazing woman. And I admire her so much for her marriage. I mean, her 75 year marriage and how she served her husband and served her family. And one of the things, I mean, she was 99. I think she stopped doing her makeup every day when she was 98. Like she wow,
1: always said
0: <laughs> to me. That's amazing. I want to look good for my husband when he wakes up. I mean, we're talking in her 90s, right? Like there. She, yes. Uh huh. Still always had the little matching earrings with the necklace with the little like snowman sweatshirt at Christmas. Yeah, party. that's so cute. <laughs> always put together. But it and she always used to tell me, like, you should not stop, you know, taking care of yourself because life is busy. You should always put on makeup and do your hair and look decent. But it wasn't like a prideful thing where you think of like, oh, well, that person, you know, they're just doing that because they don't want anyone to see what they look like. It wasn't that it wasn't a prideful or a vain thing. It was merely, you know, put yourself together and look decent for your family. And honestly, it makes me feel better to get ready in the morning to look, you know, decent, to put on a fun little dress. Yes, it does. Or just because, you know, I want my family to remember not mommy in her pajamas half the day. <laughs> I, want <them> to remember, <laughs> I know, or yoga pants. Know? I mean, not to say there aren't days like that sometimes, but a yeah. lot less than there used to be. I feel like I, right. do, I really do like make it a point now first thing in the morning to I think of Steve's grandmother. I, I think of that mindset of like putting yourself together. And again, you do that on your YouTube channel. But again, it's a it's a fine balance. It's not like the other accounts out there that are just like the pure vanity of it. It's just looking decent as a, yes. as a wife, as a mother, as a, as a woman, you know, that you just want to kind of be put together. And again, it's that heart attitude. I think with the homemaking or the fashion or whatever it is, it's always the heart behind it, right? Yes. It's and- all your
1: always your motives behind what you're doing. And um, we're always, you know, having to check our heart and see, Lord, why am I doing this? And, and then he also, Gives us and releases, you know, that freedom to us to um, to not bang ourselves over the head, you know, right. just because we want to put lipstick on in the morning and look cute. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like there's. I think sometimes we think we don't want to be overly. Um, uh, we think being too overly. Um, uh, how would you say like conceited or vain? Yeah. But I don't. I really think, like you said, the motive of how you feel when you when you are put together even if it's just the way you feel is put right. together right. because I know that however you feel that way is it's different for others um right. whether that's wearing a dress or whether that's wearing jeans it doesn't really right. however you feel it is and your family will you know feel like you care and you feel like you care if you put more into your day and your effort right. feeling um better about yourself when you look better and I do notice, too, when I do go out, I feel like when I'm dressed, um, like put together, you know, I feel I get better uh, service and people yeah. look at me different. They treat me a little different. It's, right. it's really, you know, sad that that happens, but right. um, it's just kind of a point saying that uh, it is something to be able to dra- dress yourself and be graced. And want to instead of just changing, like change your mindset. Instead of thinking, you know, oh, I just I have to do this. I have to get ready. I have to be like, wow, I get to get you know ready. I can. I get to look nice.
0: Yeah, I get to look nice. I can
1: be more intentional about these things. And I think as it becomes more, uh, you get used to doing it. It's not so much. Oh, I'm putting so much importance on what I'm going to wear or all that. Like, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of people try to use that and say, well, we're not supposed to worry about what we're going to wear and what we're going to eat. and Like the Bible verse says, but that it, I think it's like, okay, the Lord also rejoices over us and he, he like, he sings over us. He's, he's, he wants us to feel joy and happy and and if those little things that make, like when I feel joy, you know, right. preparing the table, making it look pretty, mm-hmm. that helps me, right? And it makes me feel like I want to cook more in my kitchen because right. it looks nice. And exactly, and those things are are I think perfectly fine with, Absolutely. and the Lord delights in that.
0: I think. Our world sometimes can be so crazy because of all the comparison, all the social media, all the stuff. And it does. It makes you feel crazy. It makes you feel like if you are, you know, too over the top with how things look, then people are going to tear you down for that. But if you're, you know, not looking decent, people are going to tear you down for that. So that's why at the end of the day, we look to the Lord. The Lord. Yes care of our home. He tells us to take care of our bodies as a temple. He tells us to, you know, be good stewards of what we have. Yes, that's right. How we look, how our homes look and all of that. It's between us and the Lord. We're serving him. We're serving our families. And, you know, and like you said, if it brings you joy, it definitely brings me joy when I feel like I am put together. And I didn't realize that, like I said, for so long either. I was just kind of getting by and only getting put together if I had somewhere to go or someone was going to see me. And then I realized, well, that's not teaching my kids, you know. Like that's teaching them that they're not important enough for me to I, get.
1: Yeah, yeah, and also for you too, and for your husband too. I right. I have a series on my YouTube channel called The Excellent Wife, and where uh, you dive deep into marriage enrichment. And um, I really believe, you know, it comes from the Proverbs thirty one woman, but also from mm-hmm. Titus two, um, three, and five about you know older women. And now I'm the older woman. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I used to be the younger one, but <laughs> I somehow that happened. Yeah, <laughs> and you know we're teaching uh younger women to be able to kind of know how to be, and and even I've learned that when I first got married, I did not want like I wanted to be a homemaker, but when it came, we were so busy, we were going to college still, and there was no time to do anything. And I did all my housework and cleaning and all that on Saturday. And I was so tired and we had to Mm -hmm. do church and ministry on Sunday and we had to prepare on Saturday night. And just like, there was just, I didn't like it. It just was like a mundane thing. And I remember going to, um, one of my spiritual moms at the time, her home and, um, in fact, they have a podcast too, and she was just so amazing. How she would just have hosp hospitality and just and yes. open her home and had her her home decorated so beautifully. But it wasn't like you're saying over the top, like you have to impress people. It was her heart, and I could right. actually feel that coming through. How uh, she and you know what the Bible study we had, and so. I remember I learned a lot of these things from spiritual moms, from, from older women at the time and uh, it, including, you know, my mom and my grandma, right. but it was a different aspect because now yeah. these were Christian women. Right. And that's, uh, that's something I was able to glean from and, and capture through the years so that that I'm, you know, when you finally put into practice as you think, Hey, what I, what I was doing before wasn't really working. It wasn't giving me joy. It wasn't making me see the joy in, home, in mm-hmm. homemaking. And now what is the real joy in homemaking that you're doing it unto others? And what does, you know, the Lord say we do? Whatever you do unto the Lord, it says in First Corinthians 10, 30, 31, whatever you do unto the Lord, you know, do it for the glory of God, do it mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm that's serving our family whether that's cooking a meal where that you know cleaning your you know kitchen making your bed <laughs> right right or, you know homeschooling whatever that looks like whatever that is driving i know my used to drive a lot drive my daughter to ballet a lot you know all those little things it really comes down to we are serving and If we can remember that while we're doing it, I think that's where the joy of the Lord comes in. He, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength and that's what gives us the strength to continue doing these things, like the mundane things that we think day in and day out.
0: Right. It's our, it's our job. You know, this is, this is what we're doing. This is what we're called to do is to serve our families and, you know, I think if we can get that mindset and that heart that we realize, like, you know, it's like when my son says to me, I have my one teenage son, he is working and he just got a new job. But for a while he was working like 40 minutes away from us, which most things are pretty far from us because we live in the country. And so I would drive him there, come back home. Then I go back later to pick him up, come back home. And he'd be like, every time you get in the car, I'm so sorry. You have to drive this way, mom. Thank you so much for driving me. And I would be like, Honey, it's my job. Like this is what I'm this is what I do, you know. But how many of us are like, oh, I have to, you know, drive the kids here and I have to do this and I have to do that. But now that I have two kids that are adults and one is married and off on her own, I wish I could spend every day in the car with her 40 minutes there and 40 minutes
1: back. Yes. You know, exactly
0: so differently now. And I'm like, you know what? This is temporary season. Yes. Things that I can, I can either choose to make that car ride pleasant and we, and say like, wow, I get to spend 40 minutes there and 40 minutes back with my son and we can talk and laugh and, you know, get connected. Or I, and then I'm, when I'm driving by myself to go back home, I'm listening to sermons or podcasts or worship music. Exactly.
1: Yes. Play, me right. Too.
0: And so it's like, you know what you can, it's how, so what I'm saying is it's how you see things. You know, you can look at it as I have to do laundry. I have to do the dishes. I have to make dinner every night. Or you can be like, just like you said before, I get to do this, right? This is my job right now in this season of life. And it's not a job that's in vain because as you said, there's a legacy we're leaving. Our kids are going to remember someday that you serve them and you serve them well and you yes. didn't complain about it and you showed them the Lord each day and you served the Lord by serving them and you did it with a smile and you did. I mean, and I know every day is not perfect, but you know, to change our mindset and to be like, Wow, I get to serve my family and I, I get to do the dishes because that shows that we ate dinner tonight, you know? And Yes, I, I,
1: exactly. There's such
0: a blessing in it mm-hmm. to shift our mindset when the whole world is focused on having those perfect dishes from the, you know, expensive store and I've got mismatched ones that are, you know, not expensive. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> so we're all sitting around the table tonight, you know, we're yes. all and connecting as a family and, you know, teaching our children about the Lord every day. I mean, you just shift your mindset of to why you're doing the things that you do. And I always think about it, but like, what are my kids going to remember about me someday? Right. And yes. It's like, you have that mindset with the little pink casa because you saw what you remember now about the generation before you. And then you're passing that down. Like I'm sure your daughter is going to remember how mommy served her Family and how she made them feel loved and special by the things she did, you know. And sometimes, yes, I agree. This smile. it's all
1: done in uh, it's it's all done in seasons. Like right. like you're saying, every you know, every season is different. And you know, for the younger moms out there, they you know, this season will pass. This is gonna be like you said, a time where those children will be gone. They'll be grown up one and, day, it's and really hard. Even as though as it as really as feels as hard to imagine that. that. <laughs> It's so hard <laughs> when you're staying up late or you're changing those diapers or, you know, it's just, it, it, but, but believe me, it really is a, a time of seasons, how the Lord works with everything. And if we can remember that, if we can choose to make every season, even if it's good times, bad times, uh feast or famine, if right. we can make those seasons into a joyful situation And create that loving home and that peaceful home, not comparing ourselves to Mm -hmm. others, Mm -hmm. sitting at that dinner table, knowing that you're at that dinner table together with your family, that it's your table, it's your kitchen, it's your dining room, it's your, it's what God has given you. and to not, you know, take just put the blinders on and don't yeah. look at everyone else out there and think, well, what are they sitting at? You know, what kind right. of food are they eating? But just to continue to put your focus. And that's what I feel I have done. In fact, since the pandemic too, it's I just turned it all and off and just yeah. focus on you know, okay, everyone else, I may, I have a couple people I love to follow and things and and see how they uh, do things on, you know, Instagram and stuff. But I just really keep it focused on back to the Lord, like, okay, this is our family unit, what is good for us? What is good for us, you know, to do? What do I have to do to help our family? And if, if it helps some other person while they're watching my video and right. to realize that there is a peace that you can have a peace from the Lord that comes into your home right. doing this. And right. it's not about trying to look a certain way or, right. you know, so that's how I feel. It's just like that. um Like my My theme for the little pink house of this year on the video, I've never done this before, but I felt like impressed. The Lord was saying, just focus on uh, loveliness and joy and being able to create lovely in the little. And I remember I was reminded of the Bible verse uh, Zechariah that comes from Zechariah 410. I'm going to paraphrase, but part of it is do not despise small beginnings. I love that for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And, Mm those are the little things. And so I know it's, you know, we're a little family. We're not a big family. Mm-hmm. We're only 3. The Lord gave us one daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we're little. We're we're, you know, considered not the average family, but that's who God made us. Exactly. And we yeah. live in a little house and it's not big and grand, but but our kids are going to remember like mm-hmm. you said. People are going to remember when when people walk into our home and they leave, they're going to remember The peace of the Mm -hmm. Lord, the love of the Lord. Our children are going to remember that. Our relatives, whoever else, they're just going to remember and feel that. And isn't that what we're here to do anyways? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, comparison
0: steals from homemaking. It steals from our families, really, because it takes our eyes off of the blessings in front of us, what God has given us to work with, whether our family is large, small, our house is big, our house is small, we eat on paper plates, we eat on fine china. This is what he's given us. And when we take our eyes off of that and onto everybody else, it just, it steals so much from our families and from our homemaking. Yes. Yeah. Other thing I wanted to ask you, cause I actually wrote this down and you were starting to touch on it a little bit. Do you have advice for women who maybe like homemaking isn't their thing? And they're like, well, I don't really, you know, want to be a homemaker. Not that they don't want to be, but maybe it's not their strength. And they kind of do like just the uh, bare minimum to get by. Do you have any advice for somebody that is just not their thing?
1: Well, at the beginning, like I said, when I first got married, because I didn't have much time, I was in that same boat. So I kind of understand that. And mm. um, so I can totally relate. And I had to really learn from others to, mm. like I said, my spiritual moms and other yeah. women that were older than me, that I was seeing them do it and seeing the joy in how they were doing it. And so I would just, uh, suggest start where you are, start with your home and just do little things that bring you joy in your home Mm -hmm. that, um, and that it was little things, just those little things, even just by, uh, setting maybe the table with, or just adding a little, you know, centerpiece, Yeah, whatever that is in your, in your own home and to make you feel like confident because i think that was the thing with me i just wasn't confident i didn't know what i was doing Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) right i i love those eras the 1800s and the Mm. victorian era and i love the 1950s and all that but i just didn't know how to pull it all together and how to uh incorporate that inspiration from all of that into um a, into a joy yeah. of like this, the, the time we're in right now, I guess I can say, yeah, because the time we're in right now is so busy and yeah. it's just so, you know, fast paced and everything has to get done right away. And so I would just suggest start with the little bit that you have mm-hmm. by, and then seeking the Lord and asking yeah. him to, how can I, you know, be a better homemaker? How can I be a better mom and wife but for you lord like literally seriously personally right not for the world not for my neighbors not for instagram but exactly how can i serve my family in a way that is joyful and that for me right you know as a wife and as a mother or even a single woman if she's single but how can i do that and yet still enjoy the the joy you know the art of homemaking and be able to have fun doing it at the same time because we should have fun and that's the other thing i'm trying to have more fun in my life this year i've been uh-huh. with everything going on the pandemic all that you know i'm sure a lot of people there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of stress everyone's mm-hmm. under so much pressure and we have to remember let's just have fun with our families let's have yes. make it fun absolutely
0: Your, your videos used to make me, like I said, during the pandemic, I just felt peaceful and calm (laughs) and during the
1: time of like high anxiety. Yes. And and so I, and that's why I made them because I felt like I was having that too. And I had, I had to really just put out like in the world, the Lord said, you know, just put out that peace Mm -hmm. and that you can still be, have that calm in the midst of the storm. I remember my first video, I did that. It was in the summer. And I remember that was the theme, having oh the yeah. calm in the midst of the storm.
0: Oh. Oh, that's right. I do remember that one, actually. So, and having fun, like you said, having fun in it all. And I can attest to that because like your, your kids, that's what they remember about you, right? They remember the peace, the joy, and the fun times. They remember how they feel growing up. You know, and again, I'm not trying to say we're all perfect out there. We all have our days, right? Yes, that's right. We but, do. That overarching, like you know, feeling of what they have in your home, and um, you know, our we're always laughing here with our boys, and they they're they're hysterical. They crack me up, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> important stuff. Sitting around the table and laughing, and all these things, because it doesn't matter like what you know everything looks like, yet you can provide the atmosphere to uh, kind of foster. You know, all these feelings. So, I'm like I said, you do a very good balance these days, especially where everybody's all about aesthetic and perfect. You do a great balance of showing people, like, you know, how to provide the atmosphere in your home to kind of cultivate the love and the joy of Jesus. And, and, and how those things can then bring your family joy and yourself joy. Yes. You know, that's okay. And like, so there's this great balance that is very unique because, like I said, most. You can find out there, you find two camps, you find the camp that's like the the mommy kind of complaining camp. It's like, it's okay if you're messy and you're, you know, going out. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, then there's the other camp of like, everything has to be picture perfect and you have to keep up with HGTV and your home needs to look, you know, just a certain way and you have to update it all the time and your clothes. Yes. So there's this like, there's like two camps. And then yet you really just fall in the the middle of that, where it's like, you know what, you can have beautiful things because if you're focused on Christ, then that's really where the beauty is anyway. Yes, that's right. do a really great balance. And I would encourage my uh, listeners out there to go check out Rosenda's YouTube. It's Little Pink Casa. Now you also have a blog as well.
1: Yes, I have my website, uh, com okay. and my Instagram too.
0: Oh, yes. And follow her on Instagram because I know that I have found a lot of inspiration. You've actually pointed me back to the Lord many times when I've been feeling like, you know, things, whether it's with my home or whatever. And so I just really have Oh,
1: thank you, Lord. That is so amazing. That's yeah. exactly what I pray every time. It's like, haven't- Lord, how can I do just justice for you and and you know this is a ministry all of this like you have this podcast everything it is a ministry and we sometimes we just think we're just doing it you know just because uh we're just doing it yeah <laughs> and I forget and that you know this is our our ministry to the world too, to be able to get out there whether it's through homemaking or whether it's uh, fashion or style whatever it is you know God has us has a voice for us to use and yeah. I and I feel that that's so important to know that our voice counts and our voice counts in our family and in our home.
0: Absolutely. Well, like I said, I want everybody to go check out Rosenda's YouTube channel. Check out Little Pink Casa. Go uh, comment on her videos. Let her know that you came from the podcast. And I would love to um you know hear from you guys and as I always say you can uh, comment wherever you're seeing this you can send me now a voicemail at anchor.fm slash simply living for him if you have anything you want to say to Rosenda pass it along and I'll pass it to her but I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this I really had wanted to um, have Rosenda on here for quite a while because I was just like you know what every time I watch one of these videos I'm like I would uh-huh. love to have a chat with her it oh
1: just- I'm so excited yes thank you so much it's, it's true honor I mean I've I always I've loved you since the beginning <laughs> you are you know Karen And for all you listening Karen is definitely um you know who she is and and and, and exactly who Karen is that's what you see on you uh, know social and hear her she is exactly that even though I have not met you in person but well, maybe some... I was thinking of going to your retreat my daughter was exciting hey. when I told her should we go to that retreat and go to um where is it Philadelphia? Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Yes.
0: <laughs> that would be so amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So
1: I'm thinking, oh, that would be really neat to meet you in person. But um, I know yeah, it's, it's, it's it, I, thank you so much. <laughs> this is so exciting. And I'm just so happy to be able to talk to you again. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm so glad this was wonderful. So go check out Rosenda at The Little Pink Casa and let us know what you think. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today. Wasn't that such a fun conversation? I hope that you were blessed by listening in. Again, go visit Rosenda at her YouTube channel or on her website, The Little Pink Casa. I was just so thankful to have her on here. Now, Rosenda mentioned coming to my Simply Living For Him retreat. I would love to see you there as well. It is July 13th to the 15th in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have tickets available at simplylivingforhim.com retreat. I would love to see you there.